Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, everyone. It's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun and see you later. Welcome back to the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast, episode 23. I'm your host and GM, and with me for yet another exciting episode we have... James Ross. Bryn Monroe. Lydia Nicholas. Ben Meredith. And who are you playing? Zolf Smith, Angry Dwarf. Sasha Rackett. Smug. Smug <laughs> the freshly frozen corpse of Hamid the Halfling Sorcerer. <laughs> Sir Bertrand McGuffingham, a man who doesn't have a dog papoose, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so, where we left off, the party had gotten in a very sticky situation in the basements beneath Kew Gardens, investigating some missing people, and uh, got swarmed pretty hard. But mm-hmm. Sasha, Sasha Swarm Conqueror, managed to get people most... That's going on the CV. I did did like the in-and-out-of-doors sort of stereotypical thing, where like the swarm chases around one thing and she leans in and Like a French farce and or an episode of Scooby-Doo. Yeah, mixed with ultraviolet. (laughs) So, bouncing back in, Sasha's been doing a little bit of scouting, saw an enormous shambling, scraping form in the mists Mm -hmm. at the far end of the room, swathed in darkness, gloom, and a slight, slight noise of... And the party's sheltered itself either upon or beside the well, enormous crate. Meanwhile, scouting mission. Do, do. You alright, Birdie? You a bit better? Might suggest a, a tactical retreat at this point. Do with a bit of fresh air, I think. That's mostly bit of a bit of a walk around, you know. Yeah. I think we might have to have a conversation about general conduct on dangerous missions as well. Might be useful. Cut back to Sasha. You've just seen the sh- shambling form. I mean, I'm riding quite an adrenaline high at this yeah, you point. Are. I think that she might open the door and follow it. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm trying to stealth after them like cyanide in an almond mix from Sainsbury's. The most middle class assassination. <laughs> Here, would you like this nut mix? Okay. And it's 
full of cyanide. Like, where? Where? <laughs> level of yes. right. So where do you head in the room? So I've seen this massive thing following the blood trail. The blood trail sort of yep. points towards the far corner, so you saw something oh. shambling around. Yeah. Sit my head around the corner. Well, you got to give me the sneak roll first. <laughs> yeah. Jump by 50. Yes, uh, 25. 25? Yeah, you poke your head around the corner and you still see the shambling form. It's moving in the direct opposite direction to you. Where is you it? You do see a little bit further into the room, which is revealing... Yeah. Yet more crates. Where is the thing? At the edge of your vision, so it's just turning the corner and it turns the corner around a crate and disappears from your view again. Uh-huh. Again, you can't really make it out from the thing. It looks like it might have tentacles. Well, I go to the end of the thing, the last corner that I saw it turn around, and put my head around. Okay. I won't get you to roll a stealth check, but halfway along, if you imagine that the large shape has just disappeared in the corner, diagonally opposite Mm -hmm. to the door, the corner that is sharing a wall with the door that you came in, you hear another scraping. It's a different sound, it seems lighter, but nonetheless it's a... I think, okay, fine, I'm going... I'm going back around this way. I remember I've never seen the fungus. And uh, you then see, I see the, fungus. the fungus. Even from that distance, it feels like it's getting cooler. Okay. It's not cold at that point, but it's gone from sweltering oppressive heat to, yeah. oh, this is okay. okay. I'm, I'm making a dash for the door again, because <laughs> this is three weird things in a room, and I've already <laughs> lost half my hit points. Like, Sasha is crazy, but this is getting weird. Yeah, for sure. So do you head back to the group? Yes. Okay, you head back to the group. Uh, hey, guys, oh. so, um, yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> Will you please tell us if you're just going to appear like that? Oh, <laughs> oh it's brained you. Can't move. Can't move. Right. Bertie still hasn't noticed she's there. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I went in after the giant thing, and turns out it's massive, but couldn't quite see it. It's really dark in there. Also, did you see the massive cold fungus? Oh yeah, that's, that's what knocked Hammer out. What? Yeah. Oh, that that goes tougher than me. I just look, looked at him, ran back here. That is too weird, too weird for Sasha. You say tougher, he fell over in front of it. Right. Oh well, well you know, he tried. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a giant thing, like big, just big, with like you know tentacles. I think. What? Where it squelches. It oh. squelches really loudly. Okay. And then there's another thing. And that was the point where there were like three weird things and oh, you can't see anything in there. And then there was a massive fungus and I was like, I'll tell the guys before I go in and blow everything up. You know, I think now might be a good time for maybe a breath of fresh air. I could probably blow them up. It's probably going to be fine. Do do seem very keen to leave, Bertie. Uh, I am really horribly wounded. And, <laughs> actually, and so are you. Actually, and so is she. Actually, and so is Hammett. Actually, and then look, and then I retrieve Brutor from the non papoose. Uh, so from on top of the crate. Then. On top of the crate. Look! This is what happened! Look! Bertie, you're not that badly injured. Subversion to you. No. Oh, Bertie, and that's why you start calling me boss. Subversion. Subordinate. Ooh. Ooh. I think I said that in character. We're in, a, we're in quite a perilous situation here, yeah. and you're sad that your dog has died. But we have a mission to do, and you are not that badly injured. Nor am I. Hammered, maybe. Don't know about Sasha. But I healed you up, and I know how you know hurt you are. Not that bad. So where's the big brave knight with the big sword and the armour? Where's he gone? Yeah, like I, I, you just ran away before, didn't you? It's not very hero-ish of you. You just let me me take care of everything. Yep. 
Well, I'd never. Mm. Mm. Yeah. You're going to have to get your face back in front of this incredibly common person. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, me. uh, hey, what? I, I mean, I guess, yeah, no, yeah. Like, I'm proper common, yeah, and you know what, <laughs> saved you, yeah, common, Clapham common type common, how common am I common, <laughs> lots of common. And you've just been bailed out of financial debt by another person with lower standing than you, so. Common, common we are, common better, yeah, yeah, I could do that, common. Right, Sasha, just, I'm sorry. Oh, no, that was good. Okay. <laughs> Everyone give me a perception check. <laughs> <laughs> and you were all killed even. <laughs> Whilst having a petulant bicker. Uh, 17. 17 to beats. Uh, oh, no. Not better than 7. <laughs> like 12. Sasha, it's yep. hard to tell. You think you might have heard a noise coming from the door. The one that leads into the enormous warehousey room. Not the one that leads into the screaming mushroom ambush yep. room. Yeah, uh, guys, uh, the, I think I've heard something. All right, get ready. Go check out. Maybe I don't want to go. Okay, right, I'll go deal with it again. Right, okay, it's fine. It's just something with giant with tentacles, a frozen mushroom, and scrabbly, crawly things that pulled up my... Yep, fine. It's probably heard you by now. Yeah, I look around the corner. I'm barely... There's not much... Did you leave the door thing. open or closed? My habit is to leave things open yeah. and crack so that I can see through them, but they look closed to other people. That's <laughs> pretty much what I do around the house as well. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing quite is closed, ever quite closed. Secure. Sure. So let's say the door, the door sort of naturally closed too. You uh, hear, hear a sort of... And then there's a, there's a sort of scratching, a little scratching and a scratching from the far side of that door. I'm and back then up. A I'm hand. back up. No, I'm backing up. <laughs> what did you see? There's scratching. And, and then like a little... There's claws or something. I'll guess. I didn't see. <laughs> so let's turn the ambush around. Stack up behind this door. I'll make a noise as it comes in. We just get it. Fine. Just to re-describe the scene, the, mm -hmm. the hand is coming through the door. You uh, don't know. It is dark, um, and I have told you that it is claws. You can I'm poke scared. your head around the door if you want. You've all uh, taken position on mm -hmm. the far side of the doors. Not the doors that the scratching was coming from, but the next set on, so that if it was to mm -hmm. come for you, you yeah, it would have to come around the, the corner. Yep. Are we ready? Yep. <laughs> right, that it had been so alien to Sasha the idea that you would make a noise like that that she didn't really understand the plan before so she looks at herself as if he is absolutely <laughs> insane <laughs> what I'll give you an Why encouraging you? thumbs up <laughs> absolutely completely baffled by this idea <laughs> like what right okay there's a <laughs> And you hear that noise approaching you. Unless you poke your head round, you no. don't know what it is. <laughs> I look through the crack in the door. Looking through the crack in the door. Bear in mind that you guys were carrying lights with you that you've currently extinguished. So it's dark. Yep. There's a small amount of luminescence coming from various growths and things, but that's about it. Dark vision. Obviously. Just for yeah, yeah. reference. Um, Sasha, you see it looks humanoid. Mm -hmm. um, you're not able to discern much more unless you were to take a dedicated perception check, which will mean that you're sort of still getting a look as it approaches. Looks like it's a dude. Dude with a sore throat. I can bring it back up if it goes down. What? Shuffling closer as it comes closer. Yep. Clearly humanoid. Uh -huh. It appears to be wearing what's left of a of a white lab coat. Uh -huh. It keeps shuffling. There's a brief parting of the of the haze, and you see 
it looks like it might once have been a human, but they're so far from that now. There are growths coming out from their cheeks and from their head. Their eyes appear to have been effectively encrusted over with moles and it's things. It's a copyright infringement from The Last of Us. A whisper dissolve. And you see that it's holding in its left hand one of the creatures from the swarms, just its limp, dead form, it's dragging it along. And as it comes towards you, it stops, looks down, sees another, picks it up passes it to the other hand and keeps going towards you guys where the noise was. Look, I think it's a dude. Like, work it, like I'm going to... It's moving slowly. I'm going to open the door and say hi. And, like, if it can't Don't talk, then that. I'll just throw a bomb at it. It's fine. And Bertie smashes the door. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> I think it, that's how he says hello. It drops the two creatures yeah. and proceeds to lurch towards you. And by lurch, I mean it covers the entire intervening distance almost instantaneously to your eyes. It just <laughs> and just sudden burst of speed and comes for you. Everyone, roll me initiative. Ooh, seventeen. Okay. I got a natural one, four so, in total with my modifier, but I think she did something stupid. Let's have a look, see what happens. Oh yeah, the fumble table. Oh dear. You explode! So, using our little fumble table, all your enemies have concealment from you for 1d4 rounds. So, for the next four rounds, the creature is effectively shrouded in mists to your eyes. We'll say that... You have stabbed yourself in the eyes. (laughs) Oh, my cat is on her! We'll say that you draw your daggers, you're all ready, and in your big flourish, you nick one of the pipes beside you. Steam blows straight out of your face. You're not burnt or anything. It's, it's not particularly hot, yeah. but nonetheless, you your head is effectively <laughs> shrouded in mist, whilst everyone else is fine. Pretty epic fail. Yes, <laughs> it's a pretty bad one. As the zombie uh, lurches in the direction of Bertie, while it's doing the lurching, uh, Bertie gives off a meaningful look, as in "You dare tease me." So. <laughs> Zolf, you're up first. Um, I will give him another meaningful look, as in "I'm competent." Five foot step to not provoke an attack opportunity. Uh-huh. And just ram my trident into its ribcage. Give me an attack. Yay! I hate you, dice. That is an eight. A total for eight? Yeah. You miss! Good. So giving a meaningful look, you miss. Competent. Do you miss on purpose? <laughs> that to teach me an important lesson. <laughs> I wish I did. I wish Bertie, I did. you're up. It's in your face, it's got one of its eyes is completely overcome with growth, the other one clearly can barely see. You can see this thing's in its mouth and it's it's scraping at your armour, ready to get you. Yeah, Yeah. Bertie holds up the shield, uh, pulls back some attacks. Go for it. 12 plus 7, 19. Hit. And so damage is d10 plus 4. That's a 10. That's 10, so it's 14 damage. 14 damage. That's a one hit kill, not even KO on this. Describe it to me. Um, Bertie with his sword. Bertie with something to prove. (laughs) Without breaking eye contact with Zolf. (laughs) Brings his sword up and the zombie just runs on, neck first onto the sword. Just because he twists it while still maintaining eye contact with Zolf. And then wiggles it a bit. <laughs> and then proceeds to do something which can only be described as ventriloquism. I mean, you've never seen puppetry. 
I'm a terrifying zombie. Oh, coming to get you. And then moves moves the, the head of the zombie, which is now kind of, uh, as the neck gradually sort of shuffles off because there's no longer really the tension of the neck muscles yeah, to hold yeah. it in place. Moves, uh, Bertie moves the head in the direction of Zol's face. <laughs> Ooh! Ooh, scary. Um, Ooh, terrifying. Are we, are we in combat? You're, you're effectively out of combat now. That was cool. a one-hit killer. I'm uh, going to slap it off the top of his sword with my trident. <laughs> All right. When it hits I'll the, give you that one. <laughs> when it hits the far wall, it shatters like an egg and spores oh, out from man. it. Not very, not, they're not spreading out through the room, just a oh. Oh. I mean, Sasha doesn't see any of this because of the steam. <laughs> yeah, you're oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so basically, by the time it's out of my eyes, uh, oh, there's, there's uh, some spores on the inside of the room and the thing is there. And I'm just like, oh, well done, Zolf. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's now got the thing on his trident. <laughs> he just poked it off. Was actually pretty. Uh, is over, young lady. Come on. Right. Okay. Right. I look in the lab coat pockets. Mm. Okay. Give me a perception check. That's an eight. Fifteen so 50. total. Fifteen total. Yep. So you start to pour at the clothes and part them. The first thing you find is that the lab coat's almost just combined with the flesh beneath it Ooh, it's yeah. all just, yeah it's all just <laughs> it's, that's a really good way of describing yeah. it actually <laughs> in fact i'm gonna i'm gonna border on having to like give trigger warnings as you as you pull the coat it swells oh, no. off some that's, of the flesh okay. beneath. yeah it's grim yeah, it's grim at that point you'd realize that they, that this isn't the scientist we were looking for poking around in the breast pocket though you find what looks like a wallet of some mm. kind and inside you find a card with the name Friedrich Holtzman it's, written it's on it. Holtzman, apparently, or was. Uh, is oh. that the guy we were looking for? No, that was the uh, the guy who originally went missing, men leave. Well, we we okay. found him, so is that... He's is here, that, is that and us, there. Is that us done? And there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to chalk this one up to they're dead, and we're not getting paid for this, and not our problem. Let the authorities deal with this. I mean, like, so the other guys could still be alive. Well... M- w- the corpse that was in the mushroom. What? What was? Who was that? Does it, a corpse? Look, I went through his belongings, and he's all gross. You didn't think to check who that was. I didn't go near it. That's what got hammered. Well, you got a trident. It was cold and frost. Well, what, you what, could pull him out with your okay, trident. What about the the other thing that was in that room? I went in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ah, fine. If you haven't noticed, I can't run away from things. That is a good point, actually. You got me. You, you do got me there. Uh, should we, at some point, uh, wake Hammond up? I'm uh, out. You, I'm out. You got a potion. Uh, fine. Uh, so uh, Bertie comes over to uh, Hammond and... You, you guys up. know I carry a bunch. So oh, on, yeah. on top oh, of the yeah, crate yeah. is both Hammond and Brutor lying there. It's cool. So you're going to give the potion to Hammond then? You, your, your university friend that you've known for years, you've got one potion. Hang on, let me think. Dog and. <laughs> right. uh, okay, like. I am going to walk up to Brutal. Yeah. And I'm going to slap him off of the crate with my trident. Oh! Tension in the group. Hammered <laughs> up. There were actually other potions we could have used. Alright, okay. <laughs> Bertie wouldn't realise that. Of course that. he wouldn't <laughs> think about it. Yeah. Bertie gets out the potion and he's a tamers. I'm also, going to, uh, while he's doing that, going to go over and check that Brutor is dead. Okay, one thing I'm at a time. Be told. So, <laughs> roll me the heel check, Hamid. 
I get po- six hit points back. Yay. Yay. Isn't that most of them? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not true. I, I, I still have two non-lethal damage marked on, which is basically the sniffles. <laughs> you have an owie. <laughs> the last thing that you remember, everything was going pear-shaped. You were running to find Sasha and got moulded, and there were still swarms left, right, and centre. That's the last <laughs> thing. <you remember. laughs> what? What happened? Uh, you you got like there's a fungus and you got cold. Yes, I, I got rid cold. of all the swarms. It's really don't go near it. It's really really cold. Yeah. From Brutal's body, I didn't go near it. Yeah. Okay, give me a heal check. Uh, that is a 27. Brutor is moments away from expiring, but has not. Oh, for goodness sake. Stabilise. Okay. He wasn't dead. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're not <laughs> looking, at, looking at Bertie. Do you not check for a pulse? <laughs> Bertie holds his big metal gloved hands. <laughs> they come off! I thought this was your friend that you were so terribly upset. <sighs> Just put him in your bag or something. I, I get out a healing potion and hand it to Bertie. We're not wasting it on the dog. Bertie takes the healing potion and feeds it to Brutal. Oh. I will roll the heal for Brutal. It's a d8, right? d8 plus one. Hey! He gets the good. Right, that's it. He gets a natural egg. <laughs> you, you feed it, and that's as you're feeding, just. And it's alright, you can see it visibly healing from the thousands of nicks it has. Your arms now match your dog. Oh, horrifically scarred dog. <laughs> it just proceeds to lick and just and it goes onto its back and flops itself upon Bertie. Oh, well, who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? There we go, there we go. Oh, never, never, never. I mean, there is a tentacle monster in the other. I, I come and give Brutal a little pat as well. We could leave now because yeah. there's a tentacle monster. Well, what happened? I you dealt, dealt with, with the swarms. Yes. Well done, Sasha. That's, that's cool. See, that's what I was looking I for. I said well done. All right. Well, well um, done for you getting the getting the zombie guy. Like um, you seem to have him right on your side. Zombie, zombie guy? What a zombie guy? Who's a zombie? What? Oh, um, there was a zombie. Not anymore. Also, a giant tentacle monster. What? Yeah. Where's that? Did okay, you kill okay, that? No. It's quite a long way. Basically. Everyone down here is dead. We're not getting anything of use. We're not being paid for this. It's not a job. The authorities can deal with it. Did you it. check the corpse in the fungus? No, You've because got... I found you covered in frost in front of it. Well, he's coming to know who it is. You've got a trident. I can't walk quickly. Could I take, I mean, I, you didn't want me to take no, the trident. No, you before. can't take the trident. <laughs> can I take Bertie's sword? If, if he wants. And then I can like drag it out. No. Well, how about you do it? Oh, fine. Do you try to do so stealthily? Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, but tries to do so stealthily. You're going to get yourself killed doing that. But, you know, um, oh well. well, I mean, the fungus looked like it went through the door. Did anyone check in the corridor the other side to okay. see what was going on? He's clever, that's why he's yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's go. Okay, so you head out into the corridor from which you um, first entered. Obviously, there's still the door opposite to the broken crate room, which you still haven't checked. And you see the far side of the double doors that are shrouded in mould. You see there is a small amount of mould has come out onto this side, just sort of out of the crack between the two doors. It's, very it's, it's a very, very small amount. It's not like there's, at this distance from it on the other side, you were already feeling the cold. On this side, you don't even notice it. And you see that the corridor stretches again on beyond it, disappearing into gloom and darkness. And that, I think we'll take a break and we'll come back in a couple of minutes. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. guys this is us just taking a moment again thanking people for reviews now because of the way that itunes works i'm only able to check a certain number of the countries like the most popular ones that we're popular in and from those countries i've made an interesting discovery i've actually only got one more we've only got one more review to thank <laughs> so it's still, now it's going to be a bit faster than i thought uh, a bit quick a bit... oh i should also in synchronicity yeah. i agree so with that in mind this is from new zealand Hi, New Zealand. Hello, New Hello. Zealand. You're very far away. How's that? <laughs> this is for Meets NZ. Okay. Thank you, Meets NZ. Now, of course, there are a load of countries that we are listening to, and I can't check all of them because it's just not possible. So if there is anyone who's left a review in those eight weeks... Not, not because he's just like, I don't have time to look at these other countries. Like, iTunes actually doesn't allow him. It, Otherwise yeah, it sounds no. like, I'm too sweaty. <laughs> I'm too hard! <laughs> really not bothered about anywhere further than the Watford Gats. <laughs> the land of wind and ghosts. I'm only aware of New Zealand because it's a former colony. Let me rephrase it this way. <laughs> it's physically impossible for me to check all of them. Not not even just based on time. So with that in mind, if we have missed you and you left us a review, just drop us an email. We're really sorry, we'll chase it up. But again, thanks to Meets NZ and thanks to everyone else who's left a review. We really, really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. And if other international listeners don't want Meet NZ to be so lonely, yeah, leave you, us a review. Yes. Viewers. Mm. Yes. Come on, rest of the world, buck up your ideas. But, like, <laughs> but nicely, because we really like you. Not, not, not. In a caring, sharing yeah. way, of course. Buck we up do. your already good ideas. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, thanks again, guys. We really appreciate it. And welcome back. So, yeah, you're in that corridor. Creepy corridor. I want to open the door that we missed. Okay. I, well, I'm still looking at the big double doors into the huge warehouse room. I, I, I don't think it would be safe to open those. I mean, if we let that cold mould thing out... No but, one was thinking of opening yeah, it. But no, we, was, no, but no we one was going to do that. There's a, a very small amount of the mould there. Perhaps we should gather some of it up. I wonder if the scientist chaps might have some interest in it. Well, they're all dead, so... Well, there's plenty more upstairs. Yes. Basically, what the, the thing I'm trying to get across here is we don't need to be down here anymore. We need to find out what happened. Like, no, we don't. We need to know who the person is. You no. might find some people to drown. Some... And as you've said that, we'll say that you've opened that door? Yep. <laughs> just... Oh. Yeah, I'm just, like, I'm wandering off, opening the door. You open the door, and you see a room full of filing cabinets. They line the walls, there are rows of them in the middle. It appears untouched. In fact... It appears like there's nothing creepy or gross in there at all. It looks completely untouched. Guys, there's, there's all the records here we might be able to find. Like, I mean, maybe there'll be... So if I could look under, like, S for seed to look up something on what we got. Yeah. That's nonsense. You should look under W for weird seed. <laughs> True. Or in it slightly metallic. M. Metallic seed. Mm. I, I think we need... We make a great team. I think we need an actual scientist to help us. Yes. But they're not here, and unless George knows a lot about seeds, the queue's kind of empty, so we might as well just move on to Paris. We don't know that everyone down here is dead. Everyone give me a perception check. No. Oh dear. Two minus one is one. <laughs> <laughs> 24. 
24? Six. Six plus seven. You're not certain. It might just be a trick of hearing, but you think you hear this, Hamid. Tap, tap, tap. Scrape, scrape, scrape. <laughs> tap, tap, tap. I totally know what that is. <laughs> we all know what you that know. is. Nah. It's very hard to pinpoint. It the sounds like session, don't. it sounds like it's running. You look looking up. There's a couple of pipes just running along the corridor above you. It sounds like it's coming from the pipe. Something else that's recognisable, like a, a sequence of ascending prime numbers, perhaps. You can tap out something like. So they know it's not fungus, because fungus don't know tunes. I can do Land of Hope and Glory on the spoons. If we don't know where they are, that's why we need to keep exploring. Just tap something back. Really yeah. hope they have I, I knock the bottom of my dagger and I'm like There's a bit of a pause and then a repeat of exactly what you just did. Now, There's a break the and then yeah. and a really, really complex sequence yeah. of taps and scrapes is what, coming out. What does that mean, Hamid? Tap, 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 scrape, scrape, tap, scrape, tap, scrape, scrape, tap, 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 definitely Morse code. Oh, let's follow the pipes. Does anyone speak Morse? Did anyone take Morse code as their language? Totally doing that for a character in the future. That is amazing. Yeah, like, they're probably telling us something really important. Like, yes, coming right now. Okay, let's follow the pipe, keep exploring. Avoid the mould of cold. Where within the room does the pipe So prepare? the pipe runs through the wall out from what was clearly the large warehouse mm-hmm. and then curves left and then curves right into basically the wall further along the corridor and on the right hand side. And let's see what's in that room then. Yeah, let's not go into the room with these scary things. It We're adventurers, why are we not trying to deal with the monsters? I dealt with monsters. Because we're not heroes. I'm a hero. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> You'll end up dead for that. Well, I'd rather die heroically than live my life as a coward. I will ask you that question again when you're in the process of dying. And I think your answer might be a bit different. Look, Get a bit of perspective. If we follow the thing, maybe we'll find something that deserves to drown. Right? That seems to be what you're into. Oh, yeah. That's one thing. All right? Poseidon is angry, okay? Yeah. I try to heal you all, and He's it was always hungry. You don't know anything! This is a conversation for another time. <laughs> Agreed! But I will not... I stalk off down the corridor, I will not corridor accept... knowing that I am faster than Zolf. <laughs> <laughs> I will uh, not accept your religious prejudice! Bertie uh, follows Hamid yeah. down the corridor, going only very slightly faster than he knows about Zolf's maximum face <laughs> Walking backwards, going like this, doing a swagger. You can't really see this on the thing. What you got? What you got? Is that Show a me burn notice! Burn notice! The cleric of Poseidon! My hands start to almost involuntary move in the pattern to create burning dishonor. I stop myself. No, I, st- <laughs> I, I stick to the plan. Yeah, I'm not 
stick with with Zolf. Like, I, uh, like, okay. I am not a hero. I just quite sure. like running into dangerous situations. They're quite different things. <laughs> <laughs> as you walk, sound the same to me. As all of you walk past the door at various points, it feels markedly colder. But Hamid, obviously from your experience, you know that it's a heck of a lot warmer than it was on the other side of the yeah. door. And yeah, walking past, you see there's a very, very small amount of mould that's made it out onto the other side. Although given the fact that there's barely a thumb's width of mould on the crack is enough to make the entire area cold, it's some pretty potent stuff, whatever it is. You think it's valuable? Almost certainly. I can grab a lot. I've got some flasks and stuff. But you probably can't harvest it safely. And you're yeah. to give it a go. I think it sounds a bit risky. You might lose some more fingers. That's, I do need those. Mm. Yeah. Try giving it a scrape with this. Bring the sword out. Shall we find this person yeah. first? Mm. But if we were going to do that, we should come back with proper gear for dealing with the cold. Oh, that yeah. doesn't sound fun. So you carry on down the corridor. Yep. You cross a corner, which turns to the right, and you see a rather interesting sight. What's left of a door, chunks of it have been torn out, and it looks like a table is propped up against it. Mm-hmm. However, that also looks like it's been pretty heavily annihilated. Mm. But for the most part, it's open, it seems to be. From this angle, you, you're basically looking at the open door, but it's blocking your view from the inside. Since everyone's already been quite noisy. I'm oh, like, clang, bang, clang, bang. Uh, all right, mate. <laughs> Hello? How's it going, Morsi? Nothing, you, you're still getting from the pipe above you. Are you the one tapping on the pipe? Let's keep following the pipe. Not necessarily well, it goes in into that. that room. And it, it might not necessarily end in that room. Well, we still need to look inside the room. Look inside the room, then. I thought you wanted to be a hero. Is it? Is it a table up against the door? It looks yes. like some... He said a table just now. Yes, yes. It Bertie was. power attacks the table. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Bertie. Bisecting the man. <laughs> 18 titles. You hit the table! Yeah! yeah. yeah. You hit the table. Describe. Uh, Roll damage. Oh yes, it's almost like it's yes. proved to <laughs> Seven plus four is eleven. Eleven, 11 plus an extra two for the power. Oh yeah, <laughs> thirteen. Thirteen. So enough to KO things at your level. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, describe your attack, and then I'll go. Uh, Bertie sees the table, sees red, sees the table. He's not moving his head during any of this. It's the same object. Raises <laughs> <laughs> his sword in the air. Why you? I'm going to make you a very occasional table. <laughs> Smashes. Sure, you swing your sword, bury it into the table, like say smashing it. Shatters into matchwood. Pretty much, yeah. It, it falls apart. Constant chunks of chunks of table fly out past other party members' um, heads. Honestly, don't um, know what this is all about. <laughs> uh, hello. Revealing yet more table. Sort of. <laughs> Furniture, like it looks like furnitures or something is piled up against it. It looks like someone got thin pieces of things that are effectively the same as tables and has piled them up against that door. All right, mate. Again, scrape, tap, tap, scrape, 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 tap. Scrape. What else is in the room? You will have to actively try to dig your way through what looks like a barricade of things. Oh, I, I attempt to do so. So just hacking, slashing, hacking, no bother with attack, just ah, crank. You slowly, you know, hack your way through. While this is going on, mm-hmm. it takes a little it, while. It does take a little um, bit of time. I turn around and look back down the corridor. Which, with dark vision, I can see quite well down. Sure. Just to make sure we're not being... Yeah, it doesn't appear to be anything unusual happening. On the subject of lights, I've switched my pauldron light back on. That's okay. Hacking and slashing and hacking, you eventually make your way through to something that you can just push aside. Revealing Mm -hmm. inside, you find yourself in, yeah, a set of toilets. Cubicles to the left and right, however, it looks like someone's been 
tearing at the cubicle walls and piling them against the, um, the door that you came in. The walls are awash with red stains that are definitely blood. And there is a body appears to be poking out from behind a set of sinks which are in the middle. You just see a leg poking out. Zolf, there's, there's someone here hurt. Give me a perception check, Bertie, since you're first in. 12 minus 1 is 11. There is also a broken vent directly opposite you. Again, exactly like before, it appears to have been broken out and chunks of it have been torn out and stuff like that. Large enough for little monstery little mon- Little monstery swarmy things, yeah. Like the ones that we had previously? Yes. Okay, cool. I think Bertie approaches what he thinks of as cautiously and stealthily. Clang! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Precisely. Um, uh, he's uh, going up by one side of. Are, the, are these sinks in the middle? Uh, yes, okay. in the middle. Kind of, you know, hunched over, and he's got his sword <laughs> ready because he is not sure if this body is going to be one of the zombie things. So he's ready and poised to attack if mm-hmm. it turns out to be so. So he's going to go forward and then, like, just nudge the body there. Okay, so you nudge it, and then the leg flops over. As you approach, you see off to the sides, obscured by other bits of barricade and things like that, a few of those creepy humanoid things. They're little, little mandrakey. Mandrakey jobs. Yeah. Um, that appear to have been properly bashed, like smashed in and things. And crawling around the corner, you see what's left of a person. The leg is just the leg, but looking beyond it into the very corner of the room, you see a corpse. It's heavily fungified and so on. There's one leg still there. The other leg, like I said, it's torn off. One of the arms is hanging loose. And in the arm that's hanging loose, it appears to be holding a um, like a large wrench. Mm-hmm. And surrounding it are the remains of like brained mandrake things. And it's just slumped up against the wall and is a massive in- copyright infringement on The Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bertie uh, is going to go up to the body in the corner and just to be on the safe side, he's going to ram his sword through the head of the uh, double tap. You know, yep, yep. Uh, just to make sure. Body in here, chaps. Let's have a closer look. There's a small puff of spores as you do so. Yeah. Check for the name tag. Uh, Bertie runs through the pockets of uh, the corpse. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go in and look around the room and help. You find another badge. Mm-hmm. This one says Jason O'Connor. Give me a perception check. One person search. If other people want to help, do so. I'll search. Uh, what am I rolling for this? It's 10. Okay, so give me your perception, and then if it's above a certain amount, you gain a, give a plus sort of two to whoever was leading it. Oh, okay. Oh, so, oh you were searching and I was helping? Yes. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, uh, you know, my total perception roll was nine. Let's hope that's fine. My total perception roll was also nine. <laughs> <laughs> so you both go, it's a body. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, that was off a two, though, rather than a ten. <laughs> you, if you had to guess, you'd guess that they were wearing what's left of like a, an overall like a like yeah. a one a coverall the, the most important thing was the name tag so. sure it's it, it appears yeah. I don't know an engineer's boiler suit or a caretaker yeah. you don't know where does the pipe go the pipe comes in leads straight across and out the other side of the room come back out the room say how are we doing in there boys uh, there's a dead body uh, Jason Jason O'Connor I don't I think they mentioned that name well someone probably does yeah we don't but heart loves um, he's dead. I think the, pi- the pipe. Would it count if you drowned some of the mandrakes? Because no. there's loads of them. I'm trying to understand. <laughs> and they're really mean. Not a sacrifice. Oh. The, the, uh, I think the pipe heads on in that same direction, so we'll, we'll keep going around mm-hmm. until we locate it. 
mean, what like what would be Vertical bad is if you know it's the pipe going the other direction past well, the tentacle monster and everything. If we have to do that, we have to do that. The pipe comes out the far side of that room, bends right, and then bends left. Running along the ceiling, it effectively seems to enter the elevator shaft. Yeah, pretty, the, pretty sure it's the, the other banging's end. not coming from this end, is it? No. Like, so the also, the tapping and scraping by this point has now stopped. C- can you? I can't reach. Can you tap on it again and see if we can get a signal back? Tap, tap, tap. There's a beep. Tap, 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 and again. Tap, 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 scrape, scrape, tap, tap, scrape, scrape, tap, tap, scrape. Is it quieter or louder from this end? Quieter. Yeah. Right, so... Yeah, going to so have to go back into the big room. Yeah, well, this could get us paid, Zolf. You're on point, Hammond. This is your operation now. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, we'll follow the corridor around, back into the crate room, back through into the fungus room, where I burnt that fungus with my acid. Mm-hmm. Now we're the dog that isn't being helpful with the sneaking. Um, <laughs> the dog is almost physically attached to Bertie's legs at this point. Occupying the same space from a mechanical point of view. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's actively hindering you by being underfoot, tail between its legs, very quiet, clearly actually scared and just is almost tripping you up because it's so unwilling to part from your side even for a moment. Um, <laughs> do you want to stay here then, Zolf, so that you, you you don't have to try and run away from something big and scary? I'll be happy to come with you. I said, this is your operation. You take the lead. Tell me what to do. Um, you want to be a hero? Be well, a should, hero. Should we, we could go in quietly, Sasha. Just, just no, you, you can't. No, not, not with these two. Well, I meant just you and me, and they could wait here, and if we scream, they could come after us. Now, bearing in mind scream. that I will not get there in time. Yeah, well, I can scream. I don't scream. Okay. I guess we should all stick together, then. We've got to f- try and find the source of that pipe. What do you think's off? Uh, this is not my operation at this point. Oh, Hammond. Let's go in and stab some stuff. Okay. <laughs> so you poke your head in? Yep. I am going to load, can I, load a fire flask into one of my retractable wrist shields so that if I were to see a swarm, I could throw it with I'm going to say yes. Cool. We'll say that they're sort of vaguely test tube shaped. From where we were earlier, we think that the pipe is heading to the near corner of the room rather than the super far corner of the room where the big tentacle monster was. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to say, right, let's let's stick close to the wall and be ready to get out again if it if it all starts going wrong, but we'll head up towards that corner. Oh, and also to say, because it's just an audible thing, body language-wise, Zolf isn't being belligerent now. Yeah. Like when he says, it's your thing, very sincere, and he's doing what you tell him. But like, mm. <laughs> Bertie is still sulking. Ha- ha- Hammond's a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> Bertie got compared to common people. <laughs> Hammond, Hammond's a... <laughs> James's face. A doleful shake of the head. Yeah. yeah. Hammond's a bit uncomfortable with the leadership role, because he's never had one before, but he's kind of just... Okay, let's get on with it. Follow okay. the pipe, right? So, so you're totally on board with this because it might wind itself up. <laughs> That's the only reason. So you're it. entering and heading down and the near wall, sticking near to the to the wall and heading towards that corner. Are you trying corner. to be quiet or not? No. And who's? I mean, it's it's just Every... no point with the two flankers. And who is it? Everyone. Who's in battle? Everyone. 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 Okay. Yeah. So... I stay a couple of feet back because I don't like the idea of being caught up in swarms. Sure. So as you start saying anything about that, so, yeah, I was like, well, it's a swarm guy. Yeah, no, if we we can spread out a little bit, right. but not too far. That's a good idea. Yeah. So as you're keeping very quiet, moving along the wall, the the tapping and scraping sounds <laughs> audibly louder. Yeah. And following that pipe, you see there's a whole mess of pipes, obviously, yeah, yeah. running out, and three branch off into 
the three tanks that are oh. in the middle and are stretching down onto it. Okay, having noticed that, I'm, as we go past each tank, I'm going to tap on it. Mm-hmm. I will tap out, yeah, the rhythm of a famous opera. Okay. <laughs> oh, how <happy. laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hours. Just, just <laughs> a famous, a famous phrase. I mean, just so it's clear that it's sure. a. Bertie picks up the libretto on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> the first one that you tap at with your your libretto is a tap and something, and then swarms of red little legs press up against the grass and are moving all over it. You can't see what it is because of the the deep steam and everybody just. Fluttering right next to your finger where it taps. Yeah, I mean, Harry sort, of, sort of jumps back slightly, but not very much. Like, mm-hmm. actually, he's doing pretty well at not freaking out. Do you scream? I don't think he screams. <laughs> Presumably, you do it at the next one along? Something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The next one along, again, it's a little bit of a tap. There's a. And then you see a, a frond, a fern, just kind of flops up against the glass. But it pulls away and then flops up against the glass again. Sure. Is that the thing that's been tapping? No, it's, it's, it's not the same. It would make more of a rhythm. Heading like the terrifying animals exhibit. Yeah, but all of them can like tap out Morse code. It's pretty cool. Like that, those tentacle ones, the little red thing, they can probably do quite a rhythm. I can't. I can't tell which pipe tapping's coming from. Everyone, give me a perception check. Uh, What's the highest? Twenty-two. Seven. Mine's not not bad. Good. Okay, as you approach the last one, you see that steam appears to be leaving the far side of it, not the side that you're at, and not a lot, just a little sort of a... seems to be leaving at the far side. You would have to cross round to the far side of the tank in order to see it. Bertie does, though. Okay. Crossing round, you see there is a big, like a visible, um, maybe five foot across hole in the glass. Um, it appears the way that glass broken to be toughened glass. It hasn't just shattered like a big pane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something's beaten a hole through it, and it looks like there's a rock or something is pushed up against it. And um, yeah, that seems to be have plugged the hole, and there's just steam coming out from around the sides of it. Is this one of the ones we already tapped on? No, you okay. haven't tapped on it yet. You okay. just tap. Okay, tap on this one then. You tap, and then a steamy hand presses against the glass, swipes across. And you just see a face look out at you and going, you can't hear anything, just... <laughs> and I'm going to end the episode there. No! Yeah, I love it. On the you incredibly monster. on the incredibly effective, mimed, lots of verbal communication. I, see, I, re- I rely a lot on mime, so in, in audio yeah. it comes across terribly. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's about a seven times better GM in person. There's a lot of it is mime. He mimes entire plots, like, like some, if anything, some plots yeah, audio, are happening in mime. Yeah, like hearing is actually in many ways the sense in which he GMs the worst. <laughs> like he does a very smell heavy. I enjoy the constant hugs. That's proprioception GM. Yeah. 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 The vibration therapy as well works very good for sex. I'm, I'm a big fan of, of my sign language, language well. romantic subplot that I've been running in the side. It's going really well. But yeah, we'll end there. We hope you hear us again next week. Bye. Bye. See you later. Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit RustyQuill.com.
rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook, tweet us on Twitter at the Rusty Quill, or email us at mail at rustyquill.com. Thanks for listening. Turns out that the swarm is actually uh, Old Man McCulligan who owns the abandoned fairground. <laughs> on, on the forums, we were trying to work out a mapping from the four characters to the four characters in Scooby Doo, but we couldn't oh. find a good one. I still and think now Bertie... the dog is dead. I still think. Well done, Alex. <laughs> you oh. killed Scooby Doo. We're uh, still carrying the corpse around because we sort of all hope that he's not actually dead. I, I think we can do the same thing with characters from Sex and the City. <laughs> Bertie was a better Scooby than Brutor ever was. Yeah. Brutor was scrappy then. Yeah, he was. Like, I see. I see Bertie very much as the Samantha of the group because <laughs> <laughs> he's sassy. So he's, uh, sassy and empowered. Sasha, you managed. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, James broke himself. Let's take a moment. There. <laughs> Which one of them eventually turned into a dragon? I stopped watching after <laughs> after five minutes of one episode. It's probably Miranda because she's focused and career driven. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of something that tasted like another thing and you put into a stew. Biggest stealth is umami. Yeah, no, mm. yeah, but you know when you put something in and you're like, oh, I accidentally ate a Brussels sprout. That kind of thing. Oh, secret flavour. Yeah. Oh, like when you put chocolate into bolognese. Yeah. Chili chocolate. When you bite and you're like, mm mm-hmm. It's like an extra layer. Yeah. Culinary discussions with the Rusty Quill team. <laughs> <laughs> I had um, soup once. <laughs> but I did, I do really like the thing about the vivisectionist alchemist. It's I, like, <laughs> I'm going to stitch a dog to a sword. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it's, I don't want worry too much about More like, of a villain, really. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming, and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Programme. The Programme audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programmaudioseries.com or search for the programme audio series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode.